So back in the day, we covered mm-hmm. seasons one and two of The Boys for episodes of this here pod. Los Boys, yes. On Amazon, yes. And we both liked it. We were both into it. Yep. I'm uh, still watching it. It'll, it. It took me a while to get through, what are we on? We just passed season, season three? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Did you see? took me a minute to finish it. it. It, it, I f- watched maybe the first two episodes, and then I was like, "This is fine. I'll get back to it." And then uh, I found a little—I found it a little tough to get back to. Yeah. Once I did watch it, I was like, "Oh no, that was good. I'm glad I finished it." But uh, and I will—I'm looking forward to the next season. But yeah, that's uh, what I got to. So I, I had to check our um, beloved uh, TV time app because I had forgot oh, yeah. where I was. And um, yeah, it looks like I watched half of it mm-hmm. and fell out of it. But I also think I just—you know—whatever. I don't think I didn't not not like it really but i just mm-hmm. uh i gotta get back to that so in the meantime though we got um something new from that world yeah we had well uh it's not and it's not the first new thing we have from that world right we've oh, had yeah. a couple of like spinoffy things right like an animated thing is that right yeah diabolical i think that's right we talked about it on the upcoming thing i think yeah. and i've heard like people who have seen the whole thing uh they really like it they and they say like it's got a lot of fun stuff that'll that feels like it'll come back in the in the series oh okay oh from the animated and feedback mm-hmm. into the story some way oh yeah. wow that's cool yeah um yeah so gen v i hadn't heard it i don't know if we had talked about it really too much oh i had heard of it not not just generally Uh like not in our from our tv places but here in la Uh there have been a ton of ads uh, uh, like billboards and stuff bus ads yeah um yeah it kind of worked out perfect i guess with it coming out because it was it's that time right now where we don't have like a lot of new uh releases and stuff so we we are on the better side of one strike and on yeah. the worst side of another one but it looks like that might wrap up kind of soon yeah it's hard to kind of uh say but because of that award season and everything i think the motivation is there because people want to go promote their movies and stuff so right uh, we'll see but in the meantime yeah i think gen v has got almost the full season out or did they drop the full maybe they dropped the full season uh, oh the, no! When Gen V came out, it came out with three episodes. Yeah, so there's one more left. Yeah, it was week to week, and then one more left to come out, I guess. But we're just going to talk about the first, first step, first one, couple apps because uh, two, I, I've, I've two, seen, yeah. I saw the first step. I kind of dug into the first three apps after they came out to kind of get an idea of what they, what they're talking yeah. about. Okay. Um. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't. Like I said, I didn't know anything about this. I just knew the rough. Um, uh, tag kind of line of it, or maybe it's in the trailer um, that was going to be about um, uh, college age kids that are soups. Do they call uh, them soups in this show? I forget. Yeah, I think, I think so. so. This uh, kind of reminds me of like uh, the X Men, right? Oh, interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, it seemed like a normal university in a lot of ways, and then out of nowhere, you forget that people are like, oh yeah, they they got super superpowers that's why they're here or whatever you know because mm-hmm. they yeah. seem very normal they're trying to be a very n- kind of normal show in a lot of ways they're not trying to overplay uh, i feel like there's the soup stuff but there's it's a there. little bit 
there definitely feels like there's a little bit of that um what's that called uh like the cw kind of a thing yeah yeah and that's why like the um i don't know like i had to go back because i was curious with the critics because i think that's what put it on my radar too is the critical reviews were like pretty solid um and the fan reviews are actually even le- a little bit, a little bit tad less than that. And mm. I think it's because season, episode one had a lot of energy, a lot of things going on, uh, a lot of wackiness. And then episode two dips hardcore and slows down a lot. Um, and looking at the reviews on IMDb, like per episode of just people rating mm. it, um, it's the lowest rated episode is, is episode oh, wow. two. Yeah, uh, because I do believe people like the show. I think yeah. it's getting a lot of a lot of uh, uh, little culty love too. It's getting uh, some people. Mm-hmm. I've heard a few people like it better than the uh, the parent show. Yeah, it does feel like it has a little more empathy in a lot of ways than um, than uh, the boys. Like the boys, very brash, very uh, over the top with the violence. And this show definitely like starts off with one of the most violent things. Uh, I've seen it in a long time. But, Remind uh, me what how it starts. So the our main character gets her period. That's right. In the bathroom and realize doesn't know what her power if she has has powers or whatever. And she realizes what her power is when her blood from her period starts floating up mm-hmm. in front of her face. Um, and then I think her she, her she starts screaming. Her parents come into the bathroom and or her mom does first. And the because she screams and freaks out, the blood turns into daggers and kills yeah. kills her mom. So it is. It is a bit. Dead. It is a. Uh, it seems like in the world of the of the boys, uh, the babies, the, bo- the the have the powers, right? Sometimes. Yeah, because they or, choose or, as parents to to yeah. do something related to giving them the V, the V mm-hmm. juice um, when they're young, right? To to have the chance to give them a better life, become superheroes. I think is the right. idea. Right, but we also have the we also have the image of the of Butcher from the boys show holding a baby that can shoot lasers out of his eyeballs. Yeah, so you don't know when your your powers are going to uh, ah. manifest because, because it is. Yeah, it's very uh, it's very X Men for it to be at puberty. That is like a a famous uh, a famous uh-huh. X Men thing is that that's when kids usually find their powers. Right. Uh, it's a it's a it, parallels you know change and, and all sure. that uh so it does it it was very x many for her to experience it that way for her i see what you're saying yeah her, her specifically even though not everybody uh, uh yeah I think, I think you're right i think a lot of or i think that people get it at different times and sometimes there's little kids yeah. with powers right yeah and that's why i think we they hinted at that in the boys about how um, or when you figure out and realize your powers and they could come mm-hmm. at any different times and whatever and like even that star I think Star, what's her name? Starlink, Star Fox. Uh, Starlight? Starlight, yeah. Like she was a late to her powers person, which is why she was more mm. normal in general. Like she's more of a regular person and had feelings, you know, just more grounded yeah. or whatever. She also she also kind of had like the, the stereotypical like stage daughter, stage girl, yeah. stage girl right. uh, persona kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah, she, they... they and I like this, the Gen V, we should talk about a little bit more about Gen V than just the, the boys world. Oh, uh, please. Gen yeah. V, Gen V has a cool thing, the, the, where the school, uh, the company, what's the name? Vought. Vought, uh-huh. uh, built this school basically to take advantage of uh, kids with powers. Uh, and there's two yeah. different ways that they can take advantage of them. There's the superhero way and then there's the celebrity way. And the school is kind of split into two different like tracks. Oh, right. which is pretty uh-huh. interesting. Like you can either be on the superhero track or the celebrity track. 
Uh, and the celebrity track spits out like actors and just entertainers with powers and uh, celebrities, uh, uh, social media influencers. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and the school itself like ranks you by how much social media influence you have coming into the school, which is pretty interesting. Yeah, that's what I was trying to figure out because it seems like, yeah, if you're in that top tier, everybody's trying to win that lottery to be in the, the seven, right? For the, the yeah. boys. Well, when we even know from to get in the school, right? It seems like it's a lottery to get into the school. Oh, and then uh-huh. once you get into the school to be shooting for the seven right. is like yeah, that's nigh the, impossible task. Yeah, which is why like I think it's, yeah, episode two, our main character finds herself like number five in the top ten because of the events of... Uh, the fallout of what happened one. in episode one. So yeah. what happened in episode one, Dan? What's episode, so special about what happened in episode one? Um, yeah, so our main guy, Golden Boy, his actual name is mm-hmm. Golden Boy, right? Isn't that his actual... Yes, that's his power name or superhero it's, name. Yeah. It's perfectly fitting because, yeah, Schwarzenegger's uh, young son. Uh, what's his name? Patricio. Patrick Schwarzenegger, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, who we've seen in a bunch of things now. He's actually a good actor. I, I like his uh, presence. Yeah, yeah, he's good. I like him. So it made it all the more kind of sad or upsetting that he is only in this one episode. Um, uh, even more a, so. Yeah. Even more so, Clancy Brown. Oh, right. Yeah, that's... Well, that's not as surprising to me because he's the king of, like, one episode... One and done. Hit or quitters. Yeah, like, he just... Uh, He's there, he sets the tone, and then he's gone. You know, a lot of a lot of yeah. things he does. Which so is why he's in basically, so many things, you know? he starts off as like, uh, he's like a renowned professor in the university. He's a yep. chairman of, it's called the Lamplighter School of Crime Fighting. So we remember Lamplighter as being like uh, the uh, the guy uh, pyro, the guy with the powers of Pyro, mm. but who played Iceman in the X-Men. Oh, okay. Remember, remember who played Iceman again? Who's that actor? Man, I don't remember. In the first X Men movie, remember he has he's the romantic interest for Rogue for uh, Anna Paquin. Oh, I don't remember. Little little blonde kid. Yeah, vaguely can think of his face, but I wasn't. I was. That's Iceman. That was the character. That's the actor who played Lamplighter. Oh, gotcha. Uh, Remember, he worked at the at the institute where uh, I think they might have kept Lamplighter and the boys. You mean? Yeah, in the boys. Sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, was that where they kept Kimiko? Maybe. No, no, oh. no, no. They no some oh, other really? piece of human traffickers killed. Had oh, Kimiko. I see this guy. Yeah. Okay. Sean Ashmore. Sean Ashmore. That's it. Yeah. Okay. He is. The school is named after him because. Uh, okay. Uh, something funny that keeps carrying on through this show and and happens to Golden Boy too. Uh, oh, actually, no, it doesn't happen to Golden Boy. They often like change the uh truth about what happened to heroes because it seems like the superheroes always die in uh horrible and embarrassing ways right and so to maintain the image they have to like lie about they have to lie about how they died right that's funny is that what happened with him i don't remember yeah yeah he he fights the uh i think he fights the seven at the end or he he leaves himself to die or something oh no no he kills himself i'm sorry he uh immolates himself uh, on the floor of the sevens, like uh, uh, that table that they all sit at. Yeah, right in the office building. Right, that's like what he does. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so we're following our main character as she's going through uh, getting into the Godolkin University for soups. Mm-hmm. And God, you. God, you. Yeah, that was hilarious. Yep. And but then we learned too that there's this like um, prison. Where like mm-hmm. young supers are like that are not controllable. I think they call them. Well, right. We got 
this is something that kind of bugged me. We have yeah. we got two of those in the first episode, didn't we? Two uh, secret places where we go, where we take people who are bad. Is it the same place though? I think it's the I same. I don't think so. Maybe? I don't think that Elmira adult whatever is the same thing as the woods. I think those are two different things. Oh, okay. Yeah, one might be a little more underground. So that's what we learned. I think. Oh, I think the woods is li- literally underground. It is. I yeah. Think under right. Godolkin University, I think, right? So, yeah, after you watched the first episode, before you watched that recap that I think you said you saw, right, about episodes mm-hmm. two and three, did you realize why Patrick Schwarzenegger was was uh, mad at Clancy Brown and all the that? The brother about his brother? Yeah, did we know that that was his brother uh, for sure? Because we yeah, saw images. I think we knew that it was his brother. Uh, he was hearing and knew. seeing images of a boy, but we didn't. I didn't know what that meant. And maybe he mentioned a brother, mm. but then... Oh, gets visions of his dead brother. Yeah, I wrote that. Okay, so we thought he was dead, though. Right, but he's yeah. not. He's running away. He's trying. We, uh, our our main character accidentally helps get, catch him uh, when he tries to run away from the woods. It seems like, right? Yeah, that's what. It, yeah, but we're not sure if that's even like real. I can write, or is it like a flashback, well, or like what's going on exactly? Oh no, I meant right. the part where he's running from security. And, oh right, that's. Uh, that's I don't know real. if I knew that's, that was his brother. I don't know if I oh, even okay. realized that that was his brother, but you're right. No, that's clarified in episode two when um, uh, they start putting it together. They find this video that, um, I don't know the guy's name. Uh, he's the son of the um, black powerful character who's like a famous oh, superhero yeah, yeah. with a statue. Equinox or something like that. Yeah. I, I forget. So his uh, Luke tells him, gives him a hint that there's something in his, the reference to his dad and they find Polarity. this video. Polarity. Okay, yeah. And so that son um, teams up with the uh, some of these other characters at the university, and they fa- they find a video that shows uh, Luke talking about um, what's going on and where his brother mm-hmm. is, and that his, that that professor uh, Clancy Brown took his brother and is keeping him in the woods, hidden, so he's mm-hmm. not actually dead. Yeah. So that's the big kind of backdrop mystery of this uh, which deal. And 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 something we didn't mention uh, if you haven't seen the first episode. Uh, Luke is his name, Golden Boy, uh, Patrick Schwarzenegger's character. Uh, he uh, reaches critical mass by the end of the episode uh, in uh, mentally uh, and uh, ends up reaching critical mass physically, uh, removing himself from was? the television program. Oh, no. I mean, is that I why he, exp- he did that to himself? Obviously, he just, yeah, he burned, knowing- he just burned up as hard as he could to kill himself. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It was crazy. It was crazy. Yeah. He mm-hmm. exploded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He just exploded in a, in a bloody mess that caused like a, a media firestorm yeah and because of the uh, death of uh, uh the professor is like a beloved guy so mm-hmm. yeah uh i loved uh i loved that scene the where he kills his professor uh and then mm-hmm. uh marie moreau a very superhero uh uh secret or uh, what's it called uh secret identity name Got uh-huh. the alliteration in there and everything. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, Marie Moreau is a main character. Uh, she runs into him just as he's killing the professor. Understands that he has to kill her too now. And starts chasing her, trying to kill her. Uh, Wait, she, why is that he runs, Why is he? Because he caught, she caught him killing uh, oh, oh. Clancy Brown. Okay, okay. Uh, so then he, while he's chasing her, she mm-hmm. runs into uh, the, uh, the, his assistant. Uh-huh. Uh, London Thor and Derek Liu play Jordan Lee. And the reason why both London Thor and Derek Liu uh, play Jordan Lee is because Jordan can switch between male and female and each 
uh, a gender has oh, different right. powers. Yeah. And that's freaking cool. Yeah. But, 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 didn't we see this in Legion already? I don't know Legion as well. I saw the first season. Oh. Only? Well, oh, um, do you remember the, oh. Native Ameri- the Native girl and the nerdy oh. white dude would switch places? They mm. shared a body, but one of them had to be like subconscious at all times. Right. That's And they familiar. also had separate powers. They had But they're still two people, though. They're still They are technically still two people, yeah. yes. But it's a similar idea. Yeah, that, this yeah is, either This way. is the Good same ideas. person who can simply switch genders, and uh, the female uh, of the the female gender can move quickly and fire like uh, blasts of, of power, I guess, energy, force. something. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. and the the male is uh, super strong and super durable. It takes a bullet, I think, at one point. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, there's a bunch of people with different powers that um was kind of uh, interesting. And then we got to see even the extent of our main character, uh, Marie's like mm-hmm. ability to reverse. Her hemokinesis. Is that, what, is that what they're calling it? I mean, That's funny. Uh, I like it. That's good. I heard that term way back in. There's something neat about uh, kids shows that go dark a little bit. Yeah. And um, the, uh, the, in the show Avatar, The Last Airbender, uh-huh. uh, each... Uh, each uh what's a what's a, what are those called air earth water fire uh-huh um, yeah the each elements, of those elements uh, each element yeah. each element bender uh-huh. had like a level they could step up in and so mm. like uh fire benders could bend lightning if they got good enough yeah uh earth benders could bend metal if they got good enough wow. right uh-huh. but water benders yeah. water benders could bend blood wow because it's a liquid was scary yeah because it's mostly water too right right and they could force people to do things they could take the blood in someone and puppet them like a per like puppet a person it was dark looking it was messed up and i often think like like because like blood water benders could use their the water to make little knives to like shoot like to hit much like marie moreau can use her blood yeah but can she level up to where she could hemokinetically move other people's blood Right, or like explode their blood inside because, their because body. Because she does. Because she because idiot dumb face accidentally slit somebody's yeah. throat. Yeah, that was and crazy. And she moves her blood back into her, right? Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. She reverses the blood flow. Uh, so she from can the, move other people's blood. Yes. Yeah. To what extent there's gonna we'll find out probably if yeah. we keep watching this. Yeah. That was really cool. Yeah, that was a cool moment, but then it almost gets her expelled. Um, from school which is so which which is funny because it yeah. parallels the real world where a lot of times people with specialties a lot of uh, power or a significant like insight into something are treated poorly and then end up using their their abilities for bad because mm-hmm. they were treated poorly <laughs> like they were right been what? a perfectly good person if they had not been abused for being different yeah and then so that's why i like, I like the use of the, some of these powers like similar to marie's um so the character cricket that plays the um, yeah little cricket the roommate yeah she's got a she's got Emma. this bulimic bulimia issue. i'm gonna she's already breaking my heart that character is so charming that yeah. it's already gonna hurt me i know this show is gonna hurt me yeah because because that's what the boys does it does yeah. it takes things that you like and it smashes them when yeah. they have yep for sure, yeah, and so I'm. It, it brought up. It didn't say it outright, but she realized. Obviously, at some point, she had to realize when she throws up, she becomes smaller, and that's how she mm-hmm. has the ability to get small is mm-hmm. by throwing up, by purging. By She's purging. a bulimic. Yeah, yeah. So it made me think about like, oh man, she was probably a young girl doing this mm-hmm. in her life, you know, out of yep. trauma, whatever. And so, yep. Uh, then she realized that's like, oh, she I have it. a. 
That's my power. Oh, great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, except two things. One, already a tragic way to find your power. Two, yeah. she shrinks smaller and smaller every time she does it. Yeah. Uh, which means, and this is something that carries through the boys, uh, there is always some sort of a karmic justice for overusing your powers. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And it's very clear that Little Cricket's karmic justice is inevitable. Yeah. 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 And it's so sad, like seeing her like have to, because uh, she's like, with this dude and uh you know yeah. just trying to have like a nice little sexual encounter and then of course the guy wants to you know it's about her power up. it's not yeah, about exactly it's not about her it's about the kink of her having a power and especially just thinking like metaphorically it's, of shrinking uh-huh. yourself uh-huh. having yeah, to yeah, become yeah. smaller right how, just to, how sad for this man <laughs> yeah that is a really that is a really distressing scene to watch but it's a really like, boys moment dude this is like that was the pathetic, epitome of like, like a, but that's like a show. pathetic guy's moment though that no for oh, sure but oh, it's oh, really, uh, the boys not a boys the, moment. yeah <laughs> yeah like, oh yeah, yeah. Like, a, like a guy's yeah. moment like, no. like no it's like a really pathetic guy's moment what's the fish guy you know he has all those yep. proclivities too in sure the, in the in the fit um the boys uh i forget his name uh, we also we also get basically a similar thing at the beginning of season three of the boys with another shrinking character who jumps up a dude's. Uh, that's what I'm. Dude's, that's what I'm referring uh, to. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about the well, gills and re- shit. Well, relate. Yeah, that too. But then, isn't that the same guy? No, that's a different no, guy. No, no, no. Huh. different guy. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, different that's guy. Right. But still, like Two in the same world. Two different disgusting sexual yeah. encounters <laughs> in the boys. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, I was thinking that. I was like, oh, this small stuff we've seen before in the boys with a small character Mall. doing something. Yeah, well, don't sweat the small stuff. You know what they say. Uh, that's <laughs> but we don't know. I apologize. If, so whereas that guy can go small and then sh- and then go into somebody and then b- explode well, he them. Can't do, he can't do she, nothing now because he got stomped on by uh, by a. Uh, uh, that's right. But by the boss, what's his name? Uh, yeah, what's I the big guy? Thing? I don't I know. The main guy, yeah. Patriot guy. Yeah, yeah, I forget his name. Um, uh, but uh, she can't cricket. We don't know. Like she just gets small. That's her only thing, right? Like she That's doesn't it. have anything as we know Nothing now. Else. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, so she can't just like get big and do some crazy shit. So, um, yeah, the future of that character is very. Uh, um, she's gonna have her revenge because there's something she'll have a moment she'll have her moment yeah Yeah. but that's it'll probably be the last thing she does if i had to guess right right these these are how these things go and then yeah we see another girl with the power in the second episode she's got a uh what's referred to as a dick tail oh Uh, yeah she's got like a long tail um and then they're doing some provocative things with that tail Mm -hmm. and uh yeah so i think that's pretty much the most the bulk of the um powers we got a couple other what's the what's that one dude do well, we the got fire? a deadpool guy? guy that guy was cool the deadpool guy uh what does he do guy whose arms came off and then he popped them back on oh that was interesting yeah that yeah. was kind of freaky because i was or like oh he kinda, just there was a dude arm. there was a guy in uh the second um expend not expendables uh what are those what is the superheroes the uh yeah suicide squad Suicide Squad. There yeah. was a guy like that in the Suicide Squad. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. There was a the he arm fall off his boy. Arms I to go his, fight battles. His real his comic book name is Arm Fall Off Boy, I believe. Oh, and then there's one girl that's like power of suggestion. She has a uh, ability to, to to like touch right. touch somebody like and instruct Jean them. Jean Grey do. type. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, Very. Which they I saw people comparing a uh, Golden Boy and her to Jean Grey and Cyclops, and I thought that oh. was a fitting a fitting comparison. Sure. Sure, but for me, yeah, this this show, like, because I don't really have anything else, but the um, this show is I I don't really necessarily like just superhero type stuff, but the edginess, just like the boys, it kind of gives it another level of uh, um, intrigue 
for yeah, me I, personally. If anything, yeah. the the thing I can see me turning me off to this show is that there's going to be the usual like teen romance, the UPNWB style teen romance. Yeah, Notice I didn't say CW. Yeah, um, that's what I'm nervous about after episode two. But I still yeah, kind of that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, just based on what people are saying, though, it's like they're they're trying to say to stick with it. So um, there's all they're I'd also like peppering they're also peppering uh, uh, the boys' lore throughout the show, which I uh-huh. think is an easy way to bait uh, fans of the boys into continue watching it. Yeah. Kind of like how uh, Marvel makes sure that there's little bits of other movies in every movie they make, so that you you kind of can't miss one, or else you're gonna miss stuff that you need. Right. Yeah. And it seems inevitable that we're leading to Marie becoming a part of the seven. Is that right? Because there's openings. Is something Starlight's out of the seven now? Is that right? Starlight and is Maeve? out. Yeah. And Maeve is mm-hmm. out. So did um, they replace anybody? I don't know the status of the boys. End of the, season three. Yeah, they did replace. They replaced, uh, if you recall correctly, they did that like uh, America's Next Top uh, model. Oh, but, uh, right. And then at the end of the thing, they don't give it to any of the finalists. They give it to the deep who gets to come back. Oh, oh, right. Okay. Yeah. But then Starlight terrible. leaves at the end of uh, season three. So there is three, the one. Think, there right? is one slot. So there is one, one slot, slot open. Yeah. Yeah. So I was thinking maybe. Sh- Which was expected to be Golden Boy. Uh huh. Right. Right. But it's seeming like everything's headed towards it being Marie. Right. Uh, we'll see. But I get the impression obvious, that I don't know. I I get the impression also that Gen V characters are gonna need a little bit till they jump up to the to the big leagues of the boys main main show. Uh-huh. It would surprise me. It would surprise me if a if a character from Gen V uh, jumps up immediately to another se- to the next season of the boys. I think it'll be a few seasons of Gen V, at least two. Till we see like oh interesting okay yeah that's true she's from, only a freshman they th- I think of school, them as so. like the minor leagues the, even mm-hmm. as a TV show I think of Gen V as the minor leagues mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta what is it called you gotta make your bones in the well, in the minors before you get to move up well or you what you could do is because you could have so many people coming through the mill that you could pr- promote Marie and give her to the boys at some point and then just keep the Gen V train going sure too, I think that's know? exactly yeah. what what would happen yeah uh, but but not for a couple seasons like interesting make sure okay. Gen V is a success because the boys is, is already a success make sure Gen V yeah. is too before you start mixing them that's true yep for sure okay um, are you, you good yeah. on uh, that's one thing that we watched the superhero yes. kids uh, it's cool it's an interesting thing it definitely feels like it's for a little bit younger than me uh, but that's because I'm an old fart <laughs> Yeah, there is a little bit of that. Yeah, but also but what just, else did is, we watch, Dan? Oh yeah, so let's get to this house. Uh, the fall of the house of Usher. House of the fall of Usher. The f- house of the f- wait. The house Usher of the fall of Hauser. <laughs> yes. Yeah, this is a new Netflix show. Eight episodes mm-hmm. from our boy Mike Flanagan. It it on paper, it seems right up my alley. It yeah. seems like you can't make a better show for me than. What this is down on paper, it's it it is a horror television series, a continual series, not an anthology, <laughs> yeah. a, a little antholo- anthological in the way With, it's presented, but it is uh-huh. a single story being told. Yeah, um, and you you're a big Mike Flanagan guy. I'm, uh, and I back. was a big as a kid. I was a big yeah. Edgar Allan Poe fan. Uh, okay, and this is a show that purports to adapt. 
all of Edgar Allan Poe's stories, not just right. the fall of the House of Usher. Right. Uh, the fall oh, of the House right? of Usher as a story is a very simple story. It's not complicated at all. Yeah. It's just uh, the writer is invited to a house or, or is asked to go to a house to go check on his friend who's sick. Uh, his friend uh, is very sad and sick because all his family's dead. Uh, his, his twin sister is the last one, but she's just died and she's downstairs and the body's downstairs. And would you come? And the whole story is basically them just hanging out and him trying to make them feel better about his terrible life. But really, it's not working. Finally, they go down. The sister's dead. They bury her. They come back up. Everything's terrible. The uh, house falls down. Turns right? out the sister was, the house starts to fall apart. Yeah. Turns out the sister wasn't dead. Her body, her rotting cor, or, or her like Animated. undead corpse yeah. comes and, and accuses Usher. Usher falls dead as well. The house splits in two. The writer barely makes it away. Something like yeah. that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was paraphrasing blah, blah, blah. So, That's the whole story. Uh-huh. Now, the individual episodes of The Fall of the House of Usher are named after individual stories uh, by Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, really? And, each, yeah, so The Mask cool. of the Red Death, uh, Murder in the Rue Morgue, The Black Cat, The Telltale Heart, Goldbug, oh, The Pit and the Pendulum, and The Raven are the names of the episodes. Oh, Goldbug yeah. is the only one I don't recognize as the name of a Poe story. Uh-huh. I might be wrong. Maybe it is. But uh-huh. I've read all the other ones. Yeah, The Telltale Heart's a famous one. I even sure. I think I know that one for sure. The Ra- Mask of the Red Death, at least the ending where they go, uh, where it's a, uh, everyone's dying of the plague, but the oh, rich God. people are behind the walls. Uh, uh-huh. And they're having a masquerade ball. The ending is very famous because at midnight, the, the, everyone takes their masks off except one person who's got the mask of red death. And uh-huh. they go, sir, please take your mask off. It is midnight. And he goes, I am not wearing a mask. And uh-huh. he has infected uh-huh. all the rich people with the oh. disease that the poor are. And Yeah, we're hinted at masks in episode one yep. with the uh, yep. kids all wearing masks um, in, as ghosts. Yeah. So they're oh, cool. so they're going to be folding this Poe lore throughout mm-hmm. the show. It's freaking cool, man. That's it's a interesting. cool idea. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, I do. And so my thing with um, Mike Flanagan is mm-hmm. kind of hit or miss. Um, it, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, like because it's not necessarily up my alley in uh, the horror sense um, as just like a basis for... Um, really getting down with like anything he's gonna do. Um, like the, mm-hmm. um, I think we talked about the haunting of Hill House. Did we do an episode? Maybe. Uh, maybe for the first step for the first episode, maybe. And did you see that full? Series? Yeah, I saw it all the way. Right there. Yeah, I, saw, I did too. I did not see Bly Manor. Uh, yeah, I me neither. Heard people argue that that's his best one. No, I don't know, dude. I don't no? know because like even well, on, I even, haven't seen it, so I can't. I can't say. So according to just IMDb people. Um, the Haunting of Hill House is eight point six out of ten. It's by far his highest rated. And but the, you know, his the first thing you do is always like the thing that people like. Like they give it an unnaturally high score. Well, I don't know, dude, because like that just I remember that show like making crazy, crazy waves uh, when it, it came it out. Was, I liked it. I, there were some parts that I didn't love. According to what I've seen from him, it's my favorite thing um, so far. And then yeah, the Fall of House of Usher is ranked. On IMDb second. second for now, 8.1, okay. because that's fresh. That's a that's a real uh, recency bias thing for sure. For Tell right me now. the name of the one that I always forget. Uh, the Midnight Mass. Island. Midnight Mass. Okay. Midnight Mass. Uh, that is a very good example, I think, of what you have to go to get from Mike Flanagan or else you're not going to experience it completely the way he wants you to yeah he is a very emotional emotionally connected storyteller it's very much about like vibes and themes and overarching like uh uh, uh, connections between people and things like that and at midnight mass is the best example 
because the first episode and the last episode are absolutely horror uh, episodes uh-huh. and the entire middle is like a melodrama with some scary stuff that's why you told me yeah you didn't really um get down with it i don't think but but, but it felt but like it was but it's beautiful yeah. that's the thing mike flanagan makes oh, a yeah. nice looking show mike yeah, flanagan yeah. Is, a, is he knows he's got a good eye for directing he knows how to make the show look pretty and yep. the scary parts the the horror and the chaos and the carnage was excellent was yeah. like top-notch filmically beautiful chaos and anarchy when the vampires take over the church when or when the people become vampires in the church yeah. and then just all hell breaks loose from yeah. then on it's breakneck to the end of the show and it's all good and oh, it's cool. all all of it is good interesting yeah and so i just learned too um because i just listened to a podcast of uh, people talking about like ripping to shreds this podcast dr sleep um, oh yeah which actually i really liked when i saw i was gonna it. say a lot of people really like that yeah it's a sleeper weird one that like yeah. some people really hate it and other people if you're on board like the director's cut actually was like super long but actually really really that's the only one i ever saw and i so i just realized he directed that too so i've also heard a, the same thing about the book so it might be the uh, source material that's just dodgy you know it could be yeah but also just listening to this podcast these guys um who i've talked to talked about before um and they they just like were not on board with like anything he was really doing but but it's fine it's just inter- it just shows like he kind of has that um that both sides of the, uh, the thing like if you're not on board yeah, with what yeah, he's yeah. doing you're not gonna you're not gonna be down with it but yeah he's got enough good stuff that i'm looking forward to this show after episode one i'm really into it um mm-hmm. natalia one of our uh, co-hosts uh loved it and gobbled it up like in yeah five four or five days i think so. it's also it's also unique i think it's uh it's not like his other shows his other shows are very oppressive and this show is oppressive for sure uh-huh. but uh his other shows are kind of non-stop this show carries like i don't want to say how much do you know about giallo about uh, giallo horror bit. yeah okay. I, I mean enough because i know um what's the name the main dude uh, Argento, yeah, Argento is like the main kind of godfather of that. Yeah, yeah, Dario Argento's the and I've I've seen one or two Giallo movies that are not yeah. from his. You know, oh, like oh, I, I don't everything think I've, I've seen, seen is him. his. Yeah. I've seen well, I've seen like two or three of his, and then I've seen uh-huh. like one maybe that wasn't. Yeah, but, but you uh, get the idea. But yeah. the and the colorfulness of the first episode, it's so right. stark. There's so many stark colors. There's so many like large. Uh, portions of the screen that are just one primary color yeah um and the music it's bouncy strings it's gothic but it's bouncy yeah and it's it's violins and stuff mm-hmm. it's very like uh like a operatic or like theatrical you know yeah it, it's not trying for like like scare the crap out of you get under your skin like like tear you apart with horror yeah. it's like it's got like a it's got like a i'm gonna tell you a story vibe to it you know yeah like ghost story, which is pretty cool ghost story stuff. it's different than his other stuff yeah and it even opens with um and this is probably period more than anything but another brick in the wall uh um, oh yeah is the opening music which uh is kind of a you know like a dark song like you know what i'm sure. saying like it and it's kind of has children um chanting obviously right if you know yeah, the song sure, famously. so yeah, so um, I just the the premise of this show with the idea that this guy and all he watched all his kids die in two weeks, six kids, I believe he said mm-hmm. he buried in two weeks. This yeah. is the premise. We don't know how, and so each episode is supposed to break down how each one died. Right? That's the now, idea. That's the the conceit. I've been. I this is a this is a not. Nah, I'm not the first person to say this, but I when my brother was we we're talking, I was talking to my brother about the show, and I said, yeah. Oh yeah, it's horror succession. Uh, right, and, right, and they were like, "Yeah,", yeah. and it's also it is, yeah. not just Succession, but also um, 
there's a direct link because they're a pharmaceutical company. So oh yes, uh, Horror um, Succession slash uh, uh, like dope uh, or dope sick or dope sick. Like, That's um, it, dope sick. Yeah, well, yeah, what's yeah. his name? Not necessarily dope sick, but like any reference to um, Purdue they're, they're Pharma supposed, and the Sackers. They're f- yeah, they're the definitely Sackers. supposed to be Purdue Pharma. The I forget yeah. the name of the company. Yeah, it's for uh, Fortunato or something like that. Fortunato, Fortunato? you got yeah. it. You got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's interesting. Um, like uh, the pharma stuff is is a fun way to. I like that shows are keeping people's mind on. Hey, hey, hey! Let's remember these billionaires are the ones that are killing us all. Yeah, I know. I don't know how much it's helping, well, but I like that they're keeping it like in the public. Yeah, and to make it a back a back idea, so you're not identifying too much with this guy who's a billionaire dickhead, whatever mm-hmm. is going on. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. and so we're, he's still our kind of a villain, and so we're gonna have some fun at seeing you know like hey, the yeah, so insanity of what's gonna go down. Yeah, there's also moments where, especially when they have the dinner and they're all kind of sniping at each other a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I got the impression they're like the evil horror Tenenbaums. I got yeah. like a, like I a like little that. bit of uh, royal Tenenbaums a little bit. Yeah, because the one girl is kind of like. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow, oh, sure. she's yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. Yeah, over the top Absolutely. with the style and stuff. Yeah, yeah, right. That's true. And then you got the one kid who's not even—he's um, from Danny Glove, right? Like a different. Isn't there a kid? Is there a Royal Tenenbaum that's like a mixed, mixed? Uh, uh, that sounds that sounds familiar, but I, like I might not be remembering Tenenbaums. You know better yeah. than I. That's I know. Sure. I, I'm throwing that out there. I don't know if that's necessarily true, but yeah, because there's one mm-hmm. kid who's obviously—I mean, all of them are from different. They had, he, this guy had six kids with five women. He says, mm-hmm. so like he's. <laughs> Which none is of these, fun because yeah. they all look so different, but they all, yeah. the idea is that they all treat each other the same, except right. for the brown ones, of course, because that's the yeah. thing that happens. Andy has an accent, uh, right? He's like British, two of them, or the, uh, oh, well, the, husband, the wife of maybe? Raul Coley, uh, and now let's get into the actors a little bit because I yeah. like bringing up, I like Raul Coley. Uh, he, uh, he, uh, Rahul, uh, he, uh, <laughs> Appeared in I Zombie is the first time I saw him. Okay, I watched entirely too much of I Zombie. Uh, it's a stupid you mentioned show. that show quite. A I bit. like it. Yeah, no, That's well, fine. back in the day, it was a while. Back. Yeah, but it's come up. Uh, it's but, come up. But of he the was. Cast. I, I liked. I liked him, and I liked the main girl, and 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 the main villain. Mm-hmm. All, the three main actors were really really good, and he mm-hmm. was like, uh, he was a uh, her sidekick basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also the cop in midnight mass it's just a really interesting play uh, position from the be in like uh, uh-huh. an island of all like uh like nantucket white people and an and like a like a south pacific asian man as their like police officer is like oh, a, wow. fa- a fascinating like position yeah and they do they work it works into the story it's interesting yeah. um so i i've been following him and now he's here as a one of the ushers one of the usher kids mm-hmm. and i'm like yeah this is this is great this character this actor is doing a bunch of different characters and i'm happy yeah. to see him do something new very cool yeah and a bunch of these actors too it's uh it's that thing where you because you called this an anthology no what did you call this or you said I mean, yeah, it's like, like a semi-anthology or anthological, but it's, semi-anthological. But it's still like um, that thing where One Mike story. Flan- yeah, but Mike Flanagan likes to use the same actors from all sure. these stories. So he, so we have these people all coming back. Like Carla, Carla Gugino was in the other one, right? She was the mom. In, yes, um, she and haunted this, house haunted. I haunted would even, house. I would even line that up closer to like the way what's his name uses American Horror Story actors than right, like exactly. just a director who who just likes actors. He literally yeah. takes like his company. It's like a true the next like a film. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. like a theater troupe. Exactly. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Henry Thomas is in there. Katie, uh, Kate. Siegel, not Katie Seagal, who's another but actress. someone who wasn't there and is there now, and I absolutely freaking love uh-huh. Mary McDonald. 
Mary McDonald oh, yeah. is amazing i love her i loved uh-huh. her in donnie darko i loved her throughout battlestar galactica i love her acting she is amazing yeah no i wonder how much we're gonna see of her because she she has already died mm-hmm. uh before it was she in the sick in this well, time well if you if we're following the story even lightly yeah she is the one that is buried in the uh, in the in the oh. now Oh, but uh-huh. but they kind of they kind of uh, change that, right? What do you mean? Because the mom, the the hold on, I might be mixing shows up here a little bit. Okay, so she's at the courthouse, the court case, the court uh, scene, um, and sitting there in those yeah. two week in that two week. She's also period, in the, so. but isn't she also in the um, in the funeral? Mm, I don't remember. Wasn't she sitting across the aisle in the funeral? He looks oh, at her. Oh, maybe she is. So maybe she dies in the, like, I think the she final dies episode. Last. I yeah, think she last. is the last yeah. last member of his family today. Right, that makes so sense. So she is. She's taking the place of the of the sister of the twin sister in the in the story in the original story. Right. Oh, okay. Right. 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 Yep. Which makes sense. Makes they sense. are twins. They are actually twins. Yep. Um. And and oh. they are the twins of a hyper religious person. Right. Uh, yeah. Well, what I I didn't understand completely what was going on. So they're they're bastard children of that rich guy. Is that right? right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. He put kids into his assistant. Uh, but uh-huh. she was so she was a hyper religious and b um like a hero worshipped them so hard. Right. That she basically put him into a deity position where he was never to be bothered with this. With this uh, uh, annoyance of having right. put children into her, yeah, or like not even caring about following through mm-hmm. on um, being their father in any way, and that's and it's something that uh, Bruce Greenwood uh, didn't doesn't real or Bruce Greenwood's character, I guess it wasn't him, uh, yeah. doesn't un, didn't get uh, only uh, Mary McDonald's character Madeline figures it out that they're oh. the kids of of that guy. Oh, remember? Okay. I didn't, yeah, I was confused by like I think I missed a sliver of something, and then all of a sudden I was like putting it together. I was kind of figuring out. No, she knows the the about. okay uh, the actress the actress Zach Gilford and Willa Fitzgerald play the young the young ones, and uh-huh. uh, yeah, the young Madeline under young Madeline the young Roderick is like, hey, my mom really loves you. She looks up to you. Please help. And yeah. uh, Matt, young Madeline is like, it's the least you could do. Right, right, right. So yeah. she's fully aware that that's what's happening. Yep. Uh, and then, uh, much like the end of the fall of House of Usher, they think that she's dead. They bury her, but yep. she is not dead. She comes out of the ground and chases down the elder Usher and kills him with fear. Right, basically. Yeah, dude. Yeah, that was amazing. That whole scene was a. Uh, it was really haunting. Mm-hmm. Like seeing her. Very come, good. Yeah, like the way they did it with the footprints and um, her almost killing her own son. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know what it was. Was there something? Well, I don't know what that changed. Well, he she says was, she says she she like he breaks through to her love basically. Oh, right? He okay. says like that he loves her or something to that. Like extent. We didn't bury you to like, because we hate you know we didn't no, try to do anything wrong. Right, right. right and yeah. then and that's when she transfers the blame. Yeah, that's when okay. she goes. Oh, that's right. I know who's actually yes. to blame. For yes. This. Okay. Yeah. Um, Which is good because she treats them so poorly and she treats her boss so nicely throughout her life. Yeah. That in this undeath, she finally puts her things in the right order. Right. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. And then so when she kills that dude, um, it's lit so awesome. Like she's backlit by uh, lightning. 
as mm-hmm. she like we see the POV from the the usher guy getting killed on the ground. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, it was a really good uh, good that scene. That entire all the flashback to their mom was uh, incredible. Yeah, the only parts that bothered me are are supposed to be there to bother you. That whenever it's that Carrie level of hyper religiosity, uh-huh. it always gives me the hardcore icks. Like it really yeah. doesn't. It really comes badly. Right, right, and it's obviously to set the tone in some way, right for for mm-hmm. stuff later maybe or at least like they don't seem religious as adults but um but yeah yeah just of the time too it was 1953 mm-hmm. or whatever so um just well little, yeah, the years passed yeah the years passed and uh and the two uh the two ushers uh find themselves in control of a giant mega corporation right uh, i was trying to figure out the timeline of like i think they were i thought it were kind of like down down and out or like not they hadn't made their money yet though right i think in 1980 oh when they go to so they do a thing and Uh, we don't know what the thing is in the first episode we we just know that they do a thing and then they go to a new year's party to make sure that people see them to basically make an alibi for what whatever is the thing they did Uh um so they get to the bar and they even discuss it a little bit. We'll stay long enough to make sure people notice us, but not long enough to, to get anybody to know us so that yeah. we can basically, like I said, it's an alibi. They're building yeah. an alibi. Yeah. Unfortunately for them, <laughs> uh, tending bar the night that they decide to use uh, yeah. that bar as an alibi is what appears to be the immortal embodiment of death itself right uh, that's as played as played by the beautiful carla gugino okay yeah because that's exactly what i was um kind of thinking of her as in in terms of mm-hmm. like making a deal with the devil too in a way right like it sounds like she's in on it like she knows what's going on and or she's going to help them in some way and then they're going to pay because yeah. of what they did or what you know yeah so there's a mystery there as to what exactly already happened but also maybe the deal she made with with them or something right that's what it seems like to me. Seems like it, yeah. Um, and then we have Mark Hamill as the lawyer. Yeah. Okay, so, so the, awesome. The looking. whole reason I brought up that they made their millions was yeah. was was because I was going to lead into they made enough money to be able to hire a a fixer. Yeah. Uh, right. Not just not just a not just a uh, an attorney because that's what he is. Yeah. But he's an actual fixer, and when they pan over to their fixer, sure enough, there's <laughs> Luke freaking Skywalker sitting there, dude. And he's looking like I wrote this down. Like he looks like one of his cartoon characters, like come to life in a yeah. way. You know what I'm saying? Where I can see that. Sure. I mean, he's not talking a lot in these for early episodes. He just has a, a lot look. of serious looks. A lot of serious looks. Like yeah, he just looks like a disturbed weirdo. So um, yeah, I'm curious to see where his character should goes. be fun. Yeah. Uh, you know who else I really love is Carl Lumbly. Do you know Carl Lumbly? The name sounds familiar. That is uh, C. August Dupont. I don't know why his name is so. Oh French. yeah. Oh, the lawyer. Uh, yeah. The, no, the, lawyer, right? the yeah the the district attorney or whatever. Attorney. No, yep. he's not a district attorney. Mm-hmm. Is he? Is, yeah. No, he's uh, higher than that. Well, he's, whatever. Uh, but he, he oh, he's what's not, a federal version of a district attorney, whatever that is called. Yeah, uh, attorney general or something like that. Yeah. So yeah, something like that. Yep. Anyways, that's what he's doing. Uh, Carl Lumbly's great, man. Yeah, uh, I great. still remember him way, way, way back from Alias. I don't know if oh, you wow. remember him on Alias. He uh, was like her, her like uh, trainer, kind of, right? Oh, really? Was that? Oh, really? I don't know why I was thinking I that was somebody. So. Um, maybe I'm making, maybe I'm mixing it up, but I know he's because he's I know around. he is a he is a and he he is a guy from. Oh, you're right. He's you're a right. JJ. He's a JJ Abrams guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, Alias. Yeah, he was in 105 episodes. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Uh, yeah, he's a, he's an awesome like character, dude. Very, very good. Uh, he was supposed to be the Martian Manhunter, I think, in the uh, in the movies, but it never happened. Or no, mm. on the TV show. My bad. I'm on the TV shows. Oh, okay. But yeah, no, he's great. He's he's very good. I'm happy to see him doing some more work. I'm always happy to see him. He's he's got so much gravitas when he speaks. You know. Yeah. But he's Commands he's kind of like. Keith David's gravitas yeah. comes from a place of like mean, angry toughness. Yeah. His gravitas comes from like a place of deep emotional like no knowledge. And poet, and like poetic. Like like carrying like importance yes. in his voice, you know? Exactly. Very cool. Yeah. No, he's perfectly uh, cast for this. Yeah. Yes, he's excellent. Speaking, Dan, uh-huh. speaking of perfectly cast, uh-huh. did you know that the original, the original lead of this role, and I think this would have hurt the show despite the talent of Frank Langella. Frank Langella was supposed to be the lead of this role, of this oh, show. Oh, really? And he unfortunately is no longer with us. Mm. Bruce Greenwood took over, I and like my God, he is Perfect yeah, for dude. This show. Yeah, Langella, ah, it's still too on the He's nose. Great. Amazing. Frank Langella yeah. is one of our greatest actors. Yeah. Not right for this part after yeah. seeing this guy. Maybe right. maybe you would have seen Frank Langella and be like, what an excellent role. What a great role for him. Yeah. But watching Bruce Greenwood, I can't imagine anybody else doing this. Yeah. There's just there's this Bruce Greenwood has this like ability to look like a true bastard. Yep. And then every now and then open this tiny little door in his heart that goes, nope, I love my family. I care about people. It's very important to me. And yeah. you go, oh, my God, there's deep, deep uh, uh, drama happening here. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. And then that's uh, culminates like in the end of that episode with him. Um, sees What does he see? Like death, I guess. Right. Or something. Mm-hmm. Sees something. She's the- standing. Oh, his mother, his, his dead mother. She's that's standing right. right behind you. That's right. Uh, and I loved uh, the the Dupont's uh, response. Like, I know this is a tactic that sometimes business people use. <laughs> yeah. You make somebody do a physical thing, and you're just expressing a tiny bit of control over them. And it is true. That is absolutely something that that business people, lawyers, and things like that will do in a in a situation. Yeah. Uh, in this case, I'm going to go ahead and assume <laughs> that uh, our friend Bruce Greenwood could actually see his dead mother yes. <laughs> at the oh, moment, yeah. right? And his nose bleed. You know, he's having a reaction uh-huh. to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. So yep. It's a good setup into the. Uh, the next episode, yeah, for sure. Um, Do you? There, I want to oh, yeah, bring yeah. one thing up before we uh, just about the whole concept of uh, the uh, making an Edgar Allan Poe TV show. Do uh-huh. you remember the last time they tried to do this? Mm. Uh, and you're gonna have to help me out here because I'm not gonna remember who this guy is. Uh-huh. Uh, there was a TV show on Fox. It was a serial killer based show. Where the show, where the 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 killer was basing his kills on Edgar Allan Poe stuff, and there was mm. a cult. Oh, was the show called Cult? Or am I? No, I think I'm mixing two Edgar Allan Poe shows up. Actually, really? there was one called Cult, I believe, that was about a cult based around the Ed- Edgar Allan Poe, and then there was a one. Who's the Invisible Man from the movie The Invisible Man from the '90s? Oh, I don't. You know who that guy is. He's very famous. Not Chevy Chase he, wasn't played in the No, no, the guy movie, in Super, the, the guy who steals his girlfriend in Super, he plays himself, oh, the actor. Um, Bacon, Kevin Bacon. Kevin oh, Bacon also oh, has Man. a show. He had a, he had a show where he was a detective trying hmm. to hunt down a serial killer that was using Edgar Allan Poe stuff. Oh, that does can we Can we use the internet? To find out what that shows. Well, yeah, there's like a whole uh, Edgar Allan Poe in television and film uh, wiki page. So, yeah, there's tons of uh, references, allusions to him. 
The so following. Like, the show is called The Following. Oh yeah. Okay. You remember that? Yeah. So that was I based watched on? like half of the season trying to like really catch the Edgar Allan Poe uh ness of it and it did not arrive. Mm. Yeah, that seems like a long uh like a stretch. Like they're trying to stretch it mm-hmm. out. Like a small, simple premise. Um for me, you know what I just saw is um I've never seen a Roger Corman film, but he made oh, a yeah. Uh, yeah, a 70s movie called uh, House of Usher with mm-hmm. Vincent Price as uh, Sure. He also made a I believe he also made a version of The Pit and the Pendulum. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure he probably I think he was one of the first to like maybe try and do it in movies like as like a mm. consistent uh thing. Or you, you know what? I'm actually mixing it up. I think Vincent Price is in a bunch of uh Edgar Allan Poe adaptations. Oh, I think that's I what I'm thinking of. But he oh, is okay. def- there's definitely an adaptation of the of that time of The Pit and the Pendulum. Uh-huh. Which I don't if you know what that story is about, I don't know how you make a movie about that. It's just about the horror of like that of the pendulum. The pendulum is a blade that is slowly every time it swings, it gets a little bit closer to the person that it's gonna bisect, basically. Oh wow. The giant giant pendulum blade that's gonna like slice a guy in half. Uh-huh. Huh. Wow, yeah, dude. No, there's so many references to uh in Boy Meets World, season one, there's a mm. something related to Telltale Heart. Or, oh, oh, he just reads it out loud. Oh, oh. But that's, that is like classic uh, sitcoms, especially mm. 90s sitcoms. It's just taking one tiny concept and building a, an episode, a 22-minute episode yeah. around, around it. That's not. That's pretty, or that's even pretty just common. The, these are literally just mentions, I think, too. Of like yes, in the, in I think the, also. Yeah. But can I tell you about something else that's totally <laughs> different? Um there because this is what i'm here for uh Mm -hmm. mentioning other mediums that uh are not television or movies uh there's a there is a game called what remains of edith finch and let me explain uh what a walking simulator is uh sometimes also called a first person exploration video game it's a game where you don't really have a lot of gameplay per se it's basically you just walking around uh, like designed uh, locales that are that are uh, a story is basically uh, coming out and and developing as you walk around these areas Uh Uh, there's this game called What Remains of Edith Finch Uh, it's a very artsy game and it's basically this character is telling the story of her family she's returning to her ancestral home and um, she's the last member of her family she's very traumatized Uh all of her family has died and they because they were cursed they all died in very untimely deaths. Uh, they're uh, em- emig- immigrants in 1937 from Norway. Um, and then the, the game is you going through all the lives of the different uh, finches that died and, and like walking them through their insane deaths, like absolutely impossible accidents that, that took the, that shuffled them off their mortal coils. Uh, wow. It's, it's, it's a, funny it's a it's a heartwarming game it's not meant to be scary yeah it's meant to be it's it is spooky for sure but it is uh-huh. also meant to be like lovely uh it's it's got a lot of uh it's got a lot of similarities to the story it oh, has really? a lot of like connections of like a family of a cursed family having uh-huh. each of their members be uh taken uh, off one by one in increasingly impossible ways um yeah oh, wow. it's cool it's it's also, uh, if I understand this show, this show gets very gory. Yeah, from the trailer, that's what it kind of. Uh, yeah. And honestly, I don't. Really, I didn't really like the trailer. Like it seemed, uh, 
it's hard to su- some uh, surmise exactly like what they're going for. Yeah, it does feel like true. American Horror Story, kind of. And I was like, oh, I don't know about. But after seeing this first yeah. one, I'm like, nope, it's it's legit. It's uh, it's interesting. So I definitely want to see more, more of it. Oh, the last little tang- um, dangling little thing um, that's in there is that they leave for us is who is the informant. Because um, oh sure the uh, in the in that last kind of two week I think that this is also in that two week period right that last final two weeks or so uh huh um, yeah because they all die within like a couple days of each other so yeah but that that dinner was that like at the same time as the court case which was two weeks before I don't know exactly it might have been a little before that right before it seems like yeah yeah so there's a fifty million dollar bounty that the uh, father usher puts on um the kid uh, you know to find out who on the, whoever the, the whoever the Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was um, that's an interesting thing that, that we're gonna follow too as these episodes go on. That that's the part that feels very succession-y. Yeah, for sure, pitting everybody against each other to to, mm-hmm. to root mm-hmm. out what's going on. Yep, yeah, for sure. And then yeah, my only last note is the set design. Like when we open on that house, the uh, house that's literally falling. Um, yeah, it's like in in horrible uh, rep- uh, disrepair. Uh, disrepair. Yeah. Um, which actually it seems to have come pretty quick, right? Because right, it's not necessarily disrepair. It's 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 damaged. because of what's going on because yeah. of the situation. Yeah, because it's I think mm-hmm. it's I think they've only had that house for what twenty years or something, thirty years or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. Whatever, whatever it is, it's like it shouldn't be in that state. Uh, uh, you know, uh, especially that they're on. so wildly wealthy too. Yeah, right, right. So, um, oh no, and he says too that was his house. When he was a kid, when he, is, it was like in their past, like he didn't really go there anymore, but he would go back The there. family home. I think that's the home that they oh, the raised go- in, right? Oh, the, the old two guy? kids that, are, got, yeah. that got killed maybe? Maybe he bought that house and then, that could be. Oh, that does look like that house actually. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, man, I'm into it. Yeah, I'll probably uh, go through the rest of this. Uh, even the people who don't, who've told me they don't like it have told uh-huh. me it's, it's, it is a... Uh, it is an event though it is something to behold yeah so i think that's worth that's worthwhile yeah for sure yeah so if we end up uh Mm -hmm. um matching on on finishing this series then um yeah yeah, we'll talk about we'll get back we'll talk about it we have a couple of shows that we have left to talk about too that that i finished at least uh this week loki finishes i believe but ahsoka finished a few weeks ago yeah 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 Uh, we're trying to do the ahsoka thing i've only seen two so far so we might uh, dip into that into Disney. It. We might into dip into that Disney bucket again, just to say how everything's going. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, we we'll got see. we got another we got another season of um, of uh, Peaky Blinders at some point that's going to come up. Right. Yeah, I'd like to do that sometime in like November or whatever. So yeah. All right. Got a couple things. So percolating. until we come until we come back to one of those things. Uh, adios. Bye bye. Now, dude, watch.